Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. The mind control media has been spotlighting recent reports on UFOs being spotted and even shot down out of the sky. And many suspect it's laying the groundwork for the so-called fake alien invasion that has been reported on now for decades. A false flag event wherein the public is tricked into believing that aliens from outer space are invading the Earth. In his 1991 book, Behold a Pale Horse, William Cooper claimed that secret groups within the U.S. government have designed their own flying saucer technology and are planning to launch a staged alien invasion in order to create a one-world government. What I discovered was amazing. What I discovered, ladies and gentlemen, is that there has been a plan in existence since about 1917 and probably before that to create an artificial extraterrestrial threat to this earth in order to create a one world totalitarian socialist government. Nazi scientist and former head of NASA, Werner von Braun, reportedly told his assistant, Carol Rosen, that a fake alien invasion will be the final gambit of an ongoing plan to create a one-world government. And we have to prevent the weaponization of space because there is a lie being told to everyone that the weaponization of space is now first being based upon the evil empire, the Russians. There are many enemies, he said, against whom we're going to build this space-based weapon system, the first of whom was the Russians, which was existing at that time. Then there would be terrorists. Then there would be third-world countries. Now we call them rogue nations or nations of concern. Then there would be asteroids. And then he would repeat to me over and over, and the last card, the last card, the last card would be the extraterrestrial threat. The fake alien invasion is only possible if there are advanced technologies being hidden from the public, capable of pulling it off. And there is plenty of evidence supporting this. From the stolen and censored work of Nikola Tesla to that of John Hutchison and thousands more. According to some sources, these technologies were discovered by back-engineering alien spacecraft. But the word alien implies extraterrestrial, not from this Earth. And that's the fake part, because humanity's historical record is replete with non-human species that ruled over mankind as gods. This story is the most prolific story on Earth. The Sumerian texts, officially the oldest written documents we have, describe a non-human species that created a unique species of human via genetic modification. These non-humans then began mating with human women and created a new race of giants. This story is prevalent throughout our entire historical record and is found in practically every religious scripture on Earth. Nearly every culture on this planet claims to have been created by a race of godlike reptilians, most often described as serpent gods or dragons. David Icke has compiled scores of personal accounts 
describing an interdimensional reptilian-like species that hides in the shadows by shape-shifting and taking possession of a human's body. William Bramley's book, Gods of Eden, provides a comprehensive history of a secret brotherhood that works as an intermediary for a reptilian-like species that has been manipulating mankind for millennia. And in all these ancient accounts, we not only read about these godlike species, we read about their flying ships. In the ancient Vedas, they are called Vimanas. These ancient Vimanas were described in great detail a hundred years ago in the Vimanaka Shastra and were right, believed folks, to be found. Find and share that video on band.video, the non human element, and plans for a fake alien invasion, the latest from Greg Reese. We'll be back on the other side with your daily dispatch review show we have for you today. This is the American Journal. We will be live. It's Friday, February 17th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. We're coming to you live from the Central Austin, Central Texas headquarters here in Austin, Texas of InfoWars. We have a lot to talk about today, a lot of videos to get to as well. We'll be joined in the third hour by Clint Russell of the Liberty Lockdown podcast. We'll be talking about the uh, rally for peace that's happening in Washington, D.C. this weekend, an attempt to bring together both sides of the aisle to oppose the senseless and apparently endless war in Ukraine. That is draining our coffers while American citizens go without help. It's truly something else. And I think the stories in the Daily Dispatch really lay out a nice nice little map for us to follow in today's show. Just how horrific things really have gotten. We're going to, of course, open up the phone lines for your calls. Lots of videos to show you as well. Developments across the uh, spectrum here from the political to the geopolitical to the cultural we'll get into all of it today let's not wait any longer here it is your daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch for friday the 17th of february 2023 norfolk southern backs out of east palestine public meeting where uh, citing workers safety concerns i sort of mentioned this when we first covered the town meeting that they attempted to have, and I asked, is this the reason they really passed the anti-lynching bill, right? Sort of slightly facetiously, but the you know flip side of the question is how soon until Norfolk Southern says uh, these people that are asking us questions, we're scared of them. They might be terrorists, and they uh, petitioned the FBI to start investigating the victims of their incompetence. I mean, this is a look at the Great Reset, right? A corporation in concert with the American government sets off a chemical weapon in Ohio, poisoning God knows how many people with cancerous chemicals. Uh, But the reaction to that, so that goes unpunished. That goes, I mean, they won't even want to talk about it. Nobody's going to take blame for it, obviously. No one's going to be punished for it, as far as I can tell. Maybe they'll just buy back more of their stocks keep the price up and literally nothing will happen but if you are a victim of this and you actually want some sort of 
justice or recompensation or something of the sort, uh, then you're a terrorist and you'll have to be stopped. I mean, this is really a, a vision into the future. Residents in East Palestine, Ohio, packed a high school gym Wednesday night hoping to get information after a Nor- Norfolk Southern train carrying hazardous materials derailed in the area earlier this month, prompting evacuations and health and environmental concerns. Residents were expecting a representative from, from Norfolk Southern to answer their questions at the town hall meeting. But in a statement, Norfolk Southern said it would not send anyone to the meeting due to concerns about the employees' safety. Yeah, they can't answer your questions about poisoning your entire town because they're scared you're going to hurt them. There's been no threats. There's been no evidence of violence. There's been no violence at all from the victims of this attack on them. I mean, this literal chemical attack. But they'll just baselessly claim that they're scared for their safety, and so they don't have to answer your questions. They don't have to provide you any help. They can just leave you twisting in the wind. I mean, if you really want to... uh, encapsulate what it's going to be like living under the great reset this is it this is it subjected to horrific attack accident what's the difference right the effect is the same the effect on you is the same Uh, but any attempt to get justice for this uh, you'll be the one treated like a terrorist you'll be the one treated like a dangerous threat that's the situation they're setting up and of course the uh the government is uh Happy, happy to uh, continue on this. I made a mistake. Somebody made a mistake. Oh, no, this is it. Okay, I'm sorry. I was uh, mixed up with all my stacks here. Uh, Our second story is this. A Biden administration turns down Ohio's request for disaster assistance after toxic derailment. FEMA continues to tell Governor DeWine that Ohio is not eligible for assistance. So, again, poisoned to the tune of hundreds of thousands of tons of chemicals sprayed onto your homes, livestock, your animals killed, your water undrinkable. FEMA doesn't, doesn't want to help, though. Doesn't bother help. And again, just like everything, this is, these are all just choices that we're making, right? When you look at the just sheer amount of money and energy that's gone into something like the crisis at the southern border where – there was no hesitation there. There was no, well, we don't think this quite well. They were taking over stadiums and high schools and uh, like jails and just, just taking them over outright, spending tens of millions of dollars on hotel rooms and airplane flights, just willing to dish out every – I mean if you're a migrant that crossed the southern border, you're getting a hotel room. You're getting an envelope full of cash. You're getting a free cell phone, you're, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. Like these are the things that they get. We have video of them getting these things. You get a, a plane ticket to wherever you want to go and a hotel voucher to stay there, all courtesy of the U.S. government. If you're a citizen of the United States that has to leave their home because the air isn't breathable anymore because of a corporation's attack on you in, again, cooperation with and coordination with the Transportation Administration and the safety oversight, the EPA. I mean all these people are contributing to – you get nothing. You get absolutely nothing. You may be – if you're within one mile of the attack, you get a 1000 bucks from the corporation in exchange for keeping your mouth shut and you know not being able to sign on to a uh, law class action lawsuit down the road. You get nothing. You get nothing at all. Again, this is just a choice they're making. In any reasonable situation where the government actually loved and cared for and was representative of its citizens, they'd pull out all the stops. They'd be rushing in. They would lock down the whole area. They would 
you know, do everything they could to get it as clean as possible. Anybody still there would be whisked off to the hospital to make sure they weren't contaminated and then given a, a hotel room for however long it took to get this thing cleaned up. That's what they do for the people of the southern border. That's what they do for the Afghan migrants that are – yeah, maybe they're terrorists, but hey, they still get the, the gold star treatment. Not you though. You're an American citizen. Unfortunately, you're also 92 percent likely a white person, so you get nothing. You get nothing at all. You – Literally, they are denying FEMA assistance for the Ohio uh, train accident. I mean maybe it's just like they think like, okay, if we give them assistance, that means we have to admit that it's a disaster. Like these people are so simultaneously incompetent and just vicious and evil. It's almost impossible to comprehend. It really is something uh, beyond description. And again, it's just a choice. It's just a choice they're making. Like the the streets of El Paso just – clogged with illegal immigrants and, and homeless until Joe Biden shows up. And then they're uh, clean, spick and span. The Haiti uh, catastrophe at the southern border, tens of thousands of people in these makeshift camps. It's just a total disaster until it becomes bad PR for the Biden administration. And then the next day it's gone. We can, all, we can do all of this. The next day, all of these problems could be solved. They're making a choice not to. And in this case, they're making a choice to allow the citizens of Ohio and the surrounding states and hundreds of miles radius to be actively poisoned by a corporation they're not even giving them the courtesy of disaster relief funds your government hates you i hope that's clear meanwhile nbc news reports immunity acquired from a covid infection is as protective as a vaccination against severe illness and death study finds now this is a lie because the vaccine doesn't protect you at all it makes you more likely to get the virus more likely to get sick and more likely to die from it so this is a lie actually but it's nice that they're finally coming around to admitting what we knew to be true the entire time what they kicked us off the internet for saying what they called us terrorists and wanted to take away our health care for knowing uh, now they're admitting it because it's convenient, I guess. Uh, these people are mass murderers, and they need to be dealt with. Meanwhile, we have this, and this sort of ties in with the rest of it. The UK will treat online images of immigrants crossing the channel as a criminal offense. So they can break the law. They can flood your country with immigrants and complete abandonment of any sense of actual due process, changing the law to allow that. They just do it, right? It's illegal, but they do it. They don't get punished for it. Nobody gets held to account for it. But if you take pictures of them doing it, if you show evidence of them doing it, now you're the criminal. Now you're the one who has to get in trouble and uh, and be punished for this. So there you go. The UK will treat images of migrants crossing the uh, channel as a criminal offense. Finally, we have this. A new count. Six million illegal immigrants have crossed the border since Biden took office. Six million immigrants. How many cities in America have six million people's population? One, maybe two? Two years. InfoWars secret weapon is finally here. It's a secret weapon for your immune system, for your stamina, for your energy, for your way of life, for your libido. And it also keeps InfoWars on the air. And I almost forgot, you save at least 50% on these products for what you'd pay for similar products or the exact same products in stores around the country. That's because we go right to the highest quality manufacturer in the nation that supplies some of the top names. They then give us the best deal out there because the owner is a listener and we're able to bring it to you with massive discounts. You're not going to find 1,000 milligram high quality CBD for anywhere near the price we sell it. You're not going to find it the 10 milligram or the 20 milligram. You're not going to find turmeric at 95% humanoid at the price we're selling it. You're not going to find any of this anywhere near that. These similar forms 
formulas with the same formulas sell for up to 200% more than we're selling these. InfoWars MD, now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, a true 360 win. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Today. I'll, pr- I'll probably open up the phone calls, uh, open up four phone calls nice and early. We have uh, Clint Russell from Liberty Lockdown uh, joining us in the third hour. So we'll be taking your calls in the second hour before then and maybe even uh, before that. But let's stick with the Ohio chemical disaster because, again, we're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of evidence from it uh, that the American government just – Quite literally, just hates the American. They, they hate the American people. They they have no concerns for the American people whatsoever. And we have a lot of videos to uh, reflect this. Of course, one of the most insane videos, uh, maybe I've ever seen. I'm not even kidding. Like, like literally insane. Like by definition, to be outside of sanity, to be psychotic in nature. It's Pete uh, Buttigieg talking about what happened in East Palestine, Ohio, as a train derailment followed by a corrective measure of exploding chemicals into the air has left thousands of people unable to return to their homes, not able to drink the water uh, out of their wells. And this contamination could very well stick around for years and years, and the true extent of this catastrophe will only be known perhaps decades from now as the cancerous effects of the carcinogenic toxins have their deadly effect. This is, of course, a singular event in recent history. Nothing like this is occurred even remotely similar and yet the Biden administration Biden hasn't as far as I know made a single comment about this certainly hasn't gone and visited there's no 
hand of assurance reaching out from the federal government to the people of Ohio. In fact, quite the opposite. They have denied FEMA assistance to the residents of Ohio. Why? Because they're vicious and and evil and spiteful. If there's another reason, let me know because that's all I can tell. I mean, again, you, you really just, it's, it's actually impossible to describe what's going on here, right? This is a country that at the drop of a hat will spend $100 billion to prop up an illegitimate regime in Ukraine. They don't even think about it. I mean, it's, it's not even discussed. They just do it, and it's just done, and it's just your money by the hundreds of billions for some cause somewhere else that most Americans don't know or care about. But when you have a disaster in America with American citizens being poisoned, they refuse assistance. They don't even want to help. They don't mention it. They try to do everything they can to obfuscate what's actually going on. The mainstream media hardly reports on it. I mean, you you can't even... You can't exaggerate this. You can't – it's like it's like parody, but it's not, it's not funny. I mean it's – it just makes me think of some like bad movie where, you know, you've got like the Harry Potter stuff. It's like, it's like we're being treated by Harry Potter, like Harry Potter, right? It's just – just lavishing love and and respect and care on other people while your own child goes hungry. Not because you don't have food, but because you keep it from them. Not because you can't care for your child, but because you withhold care out of spite. It's sort of horrifying what's going on. And Pete Buttigieg spoke about this yesterday, and his response is, again, literally psychotic. Like, this is a... This is psychopath talking. I'm, I'm struggling to even, you know, express how disturbing all of this is. Let's go to clip number 13. Uh, Mayor Pete thinks the outrage in East Palestine is about a train derailment rather than the uh, toxic chemicals being released in the atmosphere. Let's watch this clip from uh, Pete Buttigieg. Look, rail safety is something that uh, that has evolved a lot over the years, but there's clearly more that needs to be done because uh, while this uh, horrible situation has gotten a particularly high amount of attention, there are roughly 1,000 cases a year of a train derailing. You know, like what do you even what do you even say about that? It's like you go into the hospital with a gunshot wound to your chest. And the doctor like won't see you and is just like, well, there are thousands of bullets fired every day. I mean, I know this one's – you're paying a lot of attention to this one, but it's just one of many bullets that are, that are fired. Like, <laughs> no, we're bleeding out here. No, we're dying. No, this was, a, this was a major disaster, many, many times worse than any other derailment in recent history. So what are you talking about? Honestly, what is he talking about? This is about derailments. Yeah, it is a little bit about derailments because, you know, we did just pass a multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill that was actually all towards climate change. So our infrastructure is literally crumbling. The American people are 
going to be paying the price for this in their lives while we, again, spend just untold amounts of money on Ukraine or illegal immigrants or, uh, you know, Afghan terrorists that we want to bring over here, like just infinite amount of money for their infinite amount of care for them. But when it comes to the American people being poisoned, they literally don't care and try to claim like this is some overblown attention being paid to just an average train derailment. I mean, this is psychotic, truly, truly psychotic. A thousand trains derail. Also, you know, I posted this on Twitter and a lot of people chimed in, you know, like train operators and stuff going, yeah, anytime a train like jumps the track a little bit, anytime there's any sort of just one inch discrepancy between the, the rail and the train's wheels, they call that a derailment. Some derailments are just like a train, you know, being moved around at a, at a rail yard and, and slipping off the track and tipping over and then get set back up. Like that counts as a derailment. So I, I don't – I mean it's not like they think they're fooling anybody. It's not like they're acknowledging what's going on but also talking about how this is a bigger systemic problem. They're attempting to not discuss the issue they've caused, not discuss the ecological catastrophe that they have caused and again it's like just they have all the money they could possibly need for this they passed they passed multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill all of it went towards grift towards climate change not a single bit of it went towards infrastructure and we have some videos that show the the state of our rail infrastructure in this country and it's abysmal it's worse than the third world this is a train track in Ohio, right here. It's been chewed up and spit out. Hundreds of billions of dollars for Ukraine, but we can't fix up our rails. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com. And you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life, while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Biden admin turns down Ohio's request for disaster assistance after toxic derailment. Turned it down. Gateway Pundit puts it correctly here. The cruelty is the point. 
Ohio Governor Mike DeWine reveals the Biden regime is outright refusing to assist uh, assistance in East Palestine. Uh, residents of East Palestine, Ohio, have been demanding answers as to why the federal government has failed to help clean up toxic chemicals poisoning their city, resulting in a uh, from a train derailment. Now we know why. Ohio Governor Mark DeWine revealed this morning that the Biden regime is actively refusing to help East Palestine. FEMA is claiming Ohio is, quote, not eligible for assistance at this time. Of course, this is nonsense. The real reason almost certainly lies with the fact that East uh, that residents of East Palestine voted overwhelmingly for President Donald Trump back in 2020. Here's Governor DeWine. I spoke with the White House early this morning to address the need for federal help in East Palestine. As a result of the conversation, I have requested assistance from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health and Emergency Response Team, and CDC to provide direct support. The Gateway Pundit, unlike corporate media, has extensively reported on arguably the worst environmental disaster in American history. And, yeah, nothing, it's just, again, I don't, I don't even know. I honestly don't even know. How to, how to describe what's going on here. Like, it's so beyond the pale. And you see a couple, you know, Republican politicians being like, Pete Buttigieg should be fired. Or something else. Yeah. Yeah, or, or charged, right? Somebody has to, like, pay for this. Literally, right? Literally, they have to pay money to deal with poisoning an entire town well really an entire area of the country I, again i don't even know <laughs> it's because it's white people because it's mostly white. Like, do you think they would they would be treating this the same if some basically the equivalent of a nuclear bomb went off if this train derailed in Harlem, you think they'd be denying emergency services? Like, I know. I know sometimes it can sound extreme when we say, like, these people want you dead. These people think it's funny. They're going to poison you. They're going to, you know, do everything they can to, to destroy you. Like, we're not exaggerating. We're not kidding. This isn't a joke. God only knows how many people are going to die from this down the road. I mean, vinyl chloride, the, the main but not even the worst chemical now dispersed over a huge portion of America's breadbasket is a extreme carcinogen, uh, carcinogenic chemical. Like it is, it is one of the highest rated like do not be exposed to this, do not – Breathe it in. Do not drink water with it in there. The EPA is telling people it's safe to drink the water. We, we were just playing the video. Let's go back to that video. This is from uh, Nick Sotor who's there on the ground um, investigating this. This is what the water looks like that they're telling you is perfectly safe and no cleanup necessary. Uh, clip number 12. The water is, in fact, insanely, insanely poisoned. I mean you can, you can physically see the plumes of rainbow contaminants. On the surface of the water. And, the, and it's just, you know, because it's on the water, you can see it. It's also on the grass. It's also on the soil they're walking on. It's also in the air they're breathing. Uh, I mean, a corporation can just, equip, you know, do the equivalent of just spraying cyanide over thousands of innocent people, not answer questions, 
because they say, well, we're, we're scared for our safety. Well, we're scared for our safety because we poisoned an entire town. Like, I, I, I mean, it's just, I don't have the, I honestly, I don't have the words to describe what's going on here. I really don't. And then, of course, they, the mainstream media not only is not covering this, right? The mainstream media isn't treating this with the seriousness or importance that it should be treating them. They're doing everything they can to actually hide what's going on. They're lying in order to disguise the actual effects. And they're doing it in the most typical, predictable, mainstream media way possible, right? Because after this complete catastrophe where they blew up this stock of chemicals and you saw this literal mushroom cloud – up in the ground, like let's just go through some of the clips and videos. We were just showing some of them. Let's just keep those rolling. And you can see these are all from the Ohio train derailment. All these massive plumes of smoke, all this, uh, you know, the the shot from over the clouds where you can see the just black cloud in the center. There, this is it. This is the Ohio train derailment. The chemicals being burned off after being, you know, off gassed from the train itself there have been tons of these videos tons of these images people posting their own tiktok videos people who live there pointing out what's really going on so what does the mainstream media do the mainstream media finds one image of a cloud that's not from ohio and then they fact check that so the headline uh, from here, and this I, this actually I saw on Reuters originally, says no, viral cloud video isn't from the East Palestine train derailment. A viral tweet claims to show a video of Ohio's Chernobyl, but the video was actually taken in Oregon before the train derailment. They say this one video with 7, 700,000 views was posted on Twitter February 13th and claims to show the scene from Ohio. The tweet posted on February 13th says this is Ohio's Chernobyl. Oh, but it was a, it was a different video. It was a different cloud. So – all of those other videos are real. All of the other videos, the dozens and dozens of other videos and images showing the massive Chernobyling of Ohio are real. So they pick out the one that's not in order to make people think that none of them are real. So now when people that aren't paying attention read this, and they go, oh, I saw that really scary picture that made me think about this for a second. But it's been fact-checked. That wasn't actually Ohio, so I don't actually have to worry about it. No, it was. It was just this one of them was One of the pictures wasn't. So that's what they choose to – like there it is. That's, that's the real picture. That is the actual picture of Ohio. But there's some other one somewhere from Oregon, so they fact-check that one. This is the mainstream media cooperating with the government in order to downplay the horrific effects of their policies and deny help to the people that they have injured. And then – and again, I'm, I'm not – I wouldn't be surprised if the FBI came out. And started like investigating and putting people on watch list for going to the town hall and try to figure out what to do now that their town is covered in carcinogenic ash. I mean they put parents on terror watch list for asking elementary schools not to carry hardcore pornography in their classrooms. You think they're going to protect you from the corporations? No, no. This is the Great Reset. When they say you will own nothing and you will have no privacy, what they mean is they will own everything and their privacy will be absolute. Their security will be guaranteed by the force of arms. Your security will be ripped from your hands. Your guns will be taken. Your security, your local police will be removed. But if they do something that hurts you, then you will be the one under suspicion because now you have a reason to, to want to hurt them. 
these people. I mean, honestly. If I had like a billion dollars, you know what I'd do? Right now, if I had a billion dollars, what I would do is I would pay for every single citizen of East Palestine to uh, – I'd, I'd build a compound that could house all of them somewhere maybe uh, deep in West Texas or deep in the woods of East Texas. And uh, we'd, we'd create a new place and we'd go, look, your old country, America, the country you used to be a part of, uh, attacked you with chemical weapons, withheld assistance – demonized you for wanting answers to this maybe it's time to go to war with these people maybe they're already at war with you maybe this was an act of war against you as an american as a white american specifically maybe you know we need to use our collective force in retribution for this type of activity i don't know how they think they can get away with this i don't know how the american government thinks they can do this to the american people and get away with it, except that they keep doing it and they keep getting away with it. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there, and your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWar. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media by the controlled churches and the universities. Why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. I'm going to go and open up the phone lines uh, for calls right now. The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, Give us a call. We'll be taking your calls throughout the second hour of today's show. In the third hour, we'll be joined by uh, Clint Russell of uh, the Liberty Lockdown podcast. It's actually been banned off of uh, YouTube for opposing the Ukraine war. 
that's the way it goes because that's how this works. They'll implement, you know, free speech controls ostensibly to save lives during COVID. And, of course, those controls aren't explicitly for one purpose or another. So then suddenly if you oppose the useless war that we're in, you get uh, suckered by these. I I mean (laughs) – I don't know, man. It's uh, it's it's getting pretty bad out there. It really is. Let's just go. We're gonna go. We're gonna try to. We just have a positive video here. We're gonna go clip number three here. Because I agree mostly with what she says. I think she's a little bit off some of her. Uh, some of her ideas, but we'll go to clip number three here. It's been going a little bit viral, and it is a positive view of our situation that reflects uh, how I feel. You know, things are going, but again, I think she's she's a little off here or there. But let's go now to clip number three. Based Patriot puts it all together from the forty thousand foot view. Absolutely nailing it. Here it is. A lot of people are stressing out and worrying because right now the governments and their handlers are basically expediting everything. It seems like they have put everything on fast track. And I want people to know that that's a good thing. As much as it seems like it's not, it is a good thing. From the 15 years that I've studied these people and their psychology, they're very methodical. They're very slow in their approach. And they're also very hidden in the background. And when a narcissist loses control over its victims, they begin to actually malfunction. And that executive function basically then starts to go into overdrive and their ego takes over. And this is what's happening right now is their ego has taken over so bad that they are all over the place. I mean, if we look at the last year, usually they run one narrative for years so that it it sticks. But in the last year, they lost the COVID narrative and then they went into World War Three. No one paid attention to that. So then they went into global warming. People have stopped paying attention to that as well. So then they went to try to go back into the COVID narrative. No one was listening. So now they're going into aliens. It's basically like watching monkeys at a zoo throw feces at each other, hoping one sticks. And the worst part is they're using the exact same tactics. They're calling us names. They're calling us conspiracy theorists. But the thing is, we don't care anymore because we've become so desensitized to being called names that it's like, okay, whatever. Basically, almost a huge portion of the population has lost trust in the government. They've lost trust in the media. So they're losing control. And they know that they have no more steps left on the chessboard to win this game. It is a lost game. So the only thing they have left is to basically create as much chaos as possible. And the only thing that we can do is basically mitigate that chaos and also sit back and laugh at them because that is the only way you can get under a narcissist's skin is to laugh at them, make them look like the joke that they are, and they will malfunction even more and they will end up making so many mistakes that even the dumbest, most asleep people on this planet are going to start seeing through their garbage. And that is a good thing for us. So I know it seems like chaos right now. And it seems like it's a storm because it is. But remember, 
no storms last forever and there's always sunny days after the storm so stick together stay calm keep educated and let's work together because we've already won it's just a matter of time before they just kind of stop and go away so you know it's like i like that she's trying to stay positive i think she's you know, obviously, if you watch this show, you know, like she she gets the whole like narcissist thing. These people are narcissists and that that's the the, you know, primary psychological factor driving them mostly. But, you know, if you watch a lot of true crime and, you know, a lot of people who are interested in um, psychological phenomena do because, you know, narcissism crops up a lot in these things, Uh Sometimes when the narcissist starts to lose control, they regain it by killing the person they're losing control of. That's how a lot of these like family murders happen, right? They're, one of them's a narcissist, and yeah, things start getting out of control, and their narcissism drives them not to just drop it and like leave, but to like go insane and kill everyone they love. <laughs> like that's actually what uh, what tends to happen. So. Yeah, the globalists are being exposed. Everybody's sort of understanding what's actually going on. Their their plans that have been in place for hundreds of years that are just now coming to fruition are being exposed and questioned and roadblocks are going up to them. They're not about to give up. They're not about to just go away because you laugh at them. Like that's such a strange thing for her to say, just like that these people are just going to give up and go away because we laugh at them. No, no, no. We laugh at them to mock them and to, you know, take back the psychological high ground with them. But they're not going to give up. They're going to go even crazier. Like these people are de- <laughs> they're denying federal assistance to an Ohio town that has just had the equivalent of a chemical nuke go off there. Do you, do you think they wouldn't maybe, I don't know, set off a nuke in a city and blame it on Russia to go to war with them? And then institute the draft and go one by one to pick people up. And then if you resist, would they not claim you're a domestic terrorist and send the special forces in to take you out? Are they not going to try to pass anti-gun laws to deprive you of the ability to defend yourself whatsoever? Would they not start using the COVID and FEMA camps that they've had set up for years to funnel you into? Will they not start a war and then start rationing gasoline so you can't even leave where you are to try to get somewhere else so you have to just sit wait patiently for them to come and pick you up will they not start rationing food and you know tell you you're greedy for wanting to have your own food and that the food has more important uses to be put to somewhere else for someone else i mean there's no level that these people won't go to there's no extent to which they will not reach they are on a war path of total and absolute destruction and we have to stop them you can laugh at them you can keep your spirits up you can understand that we are having victory because we need to keep the morale high but you need to understand that the more victory we have the crazier they get the more their plans are exposed the more they double down and become even more ruthless and brutal and insane as we move forward they still have control of all the levers of power They can still do things. They can still do whatever they want and then ask the media not to cover and the media will comply. 
they can still literally just do whatever they want. Like there's nothing stopping them and you laughing at them might shake them a little bit, but it'll also make them double down and go after you even harder. So, you know, again, I, I, she's, she's right in that we're winning and that you know, we have to make it through this storm, but the storm's going to be a really bad one. The storm is going to be real bad. I'm trying to think of like, there, there, there are examples in, in media and elsewhere where it's just like, you can just picture the, the evil character that when they get their way, they're perfectly happy and fine and, and everything's going good. But the instant somebody stands up against them, the instant they think that all of their plans are being unraveled or all of their schemes are being wrenched from their hands, they're not just going to let you do that. They'd rather destroy everything than let their plans go to waste. Right? They're more than willing to just glass the entire planet in a nuclear bomb because they think you deserve it because you stood up to them. And they think they're good and, and righteous and you know, represent all that is worth fighting for in the, in the world. Like they have that level of cognitive surety that they would be perfectly confident that they're on the right side of history to murder any number of people. You see the way they're actively being programmed in that direction as we speak. I don't know. It's just – it is really just getting worse and worse. And it all, it all ties in together. It's all the the racial programming. You know, like the, the reason they're portraying white people as, as a unique evil, you know that's a prelude to genocide, right? You, you know that? You, you know history? I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers... They really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com. And you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go out to your uh, phone calls here in just a second. I don't know. I, I, honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm the right. I'm not the, like the right person to cover this stuff. It's like it's. It's so beyond description. There's nothing I can say. nothing i can say man it really is uh i'm just reading this story from the washington post epa says ohio derailment site is safe as locals report rashes comma worries yeah rashes and worries and actually originally it was just like the the link i clicked on was like 
uh, people in East Palestine, Ohio are, are scared and angry. Yeah, they were attacked. They, they're, pets are like twitching on the ground as they die because of the toxicity of the air around them. And they're a little angry and scared. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they should be. The Ohio derailment, they say, has raised questions about the federal government's oversight of hazardous material shipments and created a massive political headache for the Biden administration. Uh, it's such a headache for the Biden administration. Uh, it's a political headache for the Biden administration, you know? Gosh, just such a – they have so much other stuff to deal with, you know, ruining uh, a war in Ukraine and bringing in six million people in two years over the southern border. And now we have all of this. It's like, geez, you guys, it's another political headache for the Biden administration. Like it's just the way they phrase things. This is the Biden administration's fault. The Biden administration passed a multi-trillion dollar infrastructure bill of which none of it went to infrastructure. This is the Biden administration's fault. Bar none, full stop. Like this is the Biden administration's fault. This is the consequence of the just full-on obvious grift that is the federal government. I mean, my God, they take half your paycheck and do nothing for you. Do absolutely nothing. This is it's worse than a mafia. Even a, even the mob would take care of the people that pay protection money to it. It's absolutely unsustainable. But the Washington Post is is concerned that it's it's now a headache for the Biden administration. Yeah, geez, you know, uh, uh, it's just, just, yeah, yeah, I guess it is. Kind of like how the um, investigation into the Unabomber was a headache for Ted Kaczynski, right? person who who blew up the uh, Murrah building in Oklahoma City. Well, it was a big headache for him when the FBI started coming for him, right? Yeah, it's going to be a headache for you when you cause a massive disaster and then refuse to do anything about it. While the administration has sought to counter that criticism, again, it's all just like – it's all just a game to them – there, there's just nothing human. There's nothing real. They have all the power in the world. They're the most powerful country in the history of humanity. They have endless resources for whatever they want to do. What do they choose to do with it? Just fund our enemies, spy on us, imprison us for protesting. I mean, what? why are we under this regime? We are slaves under this regime. We are prisoners under this regime. This is not a mutually beneficial arrangement, us and the government. It is an exploitative one. Again, it's, it, it's not just that they're a mafia. At least mafias have to pretend to take care of people. But everything to them is, is appearance. Everything to them is manipulation. It's not, oh, this is a bad disaster and we want to help the people. It's how do we mitigate the criticism of this? How do we put on a show so people s- stop acting like we did what we did? We'll go to your phone calls in the other side. I, I, I literally don't know what to say anymore. I want to. 
You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we'll go out to your phone calls here in just a second. Again, this Washington Post article. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, okay. Uh, it says, some in the Republican Party's right wing have used the incident to chastise the Biden administration and, in particular, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. They've used it. The, the Republicans have used this situation to chastise the Biden administration. As if this is some like – again, I don't know how to put into words the, the idea of this like constant implied um, motive from the Republicans that – See, the Democrats actually don't care. They actually could not care less. You heard from Pete Buttigieg himself a second ago where he's like, yeah, Ohio, like it's getting a lot of attention, but there are actually lots of train derailments. So, you know, shut up essentially is what he said, right? They actually don't care. They actually just could not care less. The only reason they have to pretend to care is because they know politically it would probably benefit them not to seem totally heartless and stonehearted to the people of Ohio. Like they got to – you know, they know they have to kind of pretend to a tap dance a little bit, act like they – but even in, even when they do that, you can tell they just – they don't actually care. Republicans are just like, what the hell is this? We got to fix this. And then the way the media reports it is Republicans have leaped on this in order to criticize the Biden administration, right? So imposing or projecting the politicization of this on people that actually care about the issue while they themselves don't care about it at all. I mean, just you, they just don't care. They just don't care. Even they're they're not even good at pretending that they care. And of course, the Republicans aren't united on this anyway. Before we go out to phone calls, while um, again, I hate to just go through the list. We maybe we just need a list like behind me, just constantly up that just says like, you know, it's like a constant count of people crossing the border. Right, ticks up about every second or so. Six million people. In two years, crossing the southern border illegally. Six million. If I'm not mistaken, the city of Houston is America's fourth largest city. Last time I checked, it had about 4.5 million. So a population about the same. Like what's, what's the population of Chicago or L.A.? Well, yeah, the, the greater Houston area is, um, is a lot bigger. It's two, 2.28 million in the um, city of Houston city limits. So, you know, about twice as many people as the population of the fourth largest city in America have crossed in two years. That's just one issue. Then, of course, we have the ESG scores and just the, the corporate takeover with stakeholder capitalism and the World Economic Forum conspiring to impose sp- free uh, speech restrictions and uh, you know, punish people for their thoughts, but doing it by circumventing the First Amendment by using corporations to it—that's kind of a big problem too. There's also not just, the, of course, the train derailment in Ohio with the mushroom cloud of chemicals poisoning God knows how many people, uh, causing a major issue. There's also the supply chain collapse and the uh, you know f- food not being available and the and the massive inflation. Uh, just the number of things happening that are destroying our country right now is 
it would take the whole show just just to list them, not even to go into detail about them. What's the uh, Republican leadership doing? Let's go to clip number 10 here. Mitch McConnell uh, says he thinks defeating Russians in Ukraine. It's number one priority. Everything else can wait. We're listening to the Ukrainians saying they don't have enough ammo. And even our Defense Department is saying we might have to figure out a way to get more funding so that we have enough ammo for ourselves and to give to allies like Ukraine. What is Biden's responsibility in trying to make sure that people in America whose support for Ukraine is softening will want to continue to try to help them? Well, I'm going to try to help explain to the American people that defeating the Russians in Ukraine is the single most important event going on in the world right now. It will save us an enormous amount of money down the road if the Ukrainians can succeed. They're not asking for any of our personnel. They're asking us for financial help. The Europeans are stepping up. They've done an awful lot that seems not to be recognized. For example, handling enormous numbers of refugees. In terms of the cost of it, Dana, it's about 0.02% of our gross domestic product. We are also monitoring very carefully the money that's being spent. There should be a bipartisan support for this. My biggest criticism of the president is he seems not to have done enough soon enough. Had he moved more rapidly, we might have been able to help the Ukrainians have even more success Total than they've already we, had. We, we can take it down. It so Mitch like McConnell says the single most important thing happening in the world right now is to defeat Russia in Ukraine. Forget everything else. Everything else can can go to the side. That's the only – and he's really his biggest and probably only criticism of the Biden administration is that they haven't spent more money quicker in, U, in Ukraine. $200 billion dollars in a year not enough not fast enough again it's not that i don't know what to say it's that i'm on the radio right i don't, i mean i don't know hopefully hopefully the uh hopefully the audience's mind readers Because I have to be honest, I, I, you know, I wouldn't blame the people of East Palestine. I'm not saying to do this. But could you blame the, the citizens of East Palestine, Ohio, if they formed a militia and just sought justice for themselves? They're not getting justice from the administration. The administration is downplaying what's happening to them and completely ignoring it and withholding federal assistance. The corporation that did this to them is saying they don't feel safe. No evidence. There's no, you know reason why they shouldn't feel safe they are not the ones who had their homes showered in carcinogenic toxins but they feel unsafe so they're not even talking to them so like what are the what are the people of east palestine ohio supposed to do just sit there and take it just accept it just die of cancer say thank you for the privilege like why shouldn't they start like tearing up railroad tracks why shouldn't they start you know, piling trees on the railroad tracks, shut down the whole rail system until they get answers. This is what happens when you treat people like this. You give the people two options, just succumb, just be a slave, be a victim or stand up for themselves. And the problem is that if they stand up for themselves, the FBI will swoop in and, and throw them all in prison. Throw me in prison for even talking about it. It's really a uh, tough situation we find ourselves in. But I really cannot uh, 
I, I wouldn't blame them if, if their frustration boils over. I really wouldn't. So, you know, they're creating the situation in which they can then take advantage of it, right? Everybody from East Palestine is just like, um, our water is, is rainbow. Uh, like when I boil my water, um, my dog died. So I need answers here. And there's like, oh, we don't feel safe. You seem dangerous. So we're not going to give you any answers or any money or any help. Good luck with that. And then the people of East Palestine go, well, that's not acceptable. I need answers and I need justice and I need to be treated like a human being. And they're like, oh, you're getting angry. See, I told you you're violent. You're getting angry now. We need the FBI to come in, stomp on your throat, make sure that we don't suffer from the thing that we caused. So I don't know. Let's see if we we'll – we'll go to a phone call here before I say something I regret. Let's go to Christopher and um, – or no, I'm sorry. Let's go to uh, – let's go to Flex in Washington. Uh, you have a, a Bible quote for me. Thanks for calling in, Flex. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, man? Look, our situation is a lot like the psychic antelope. They pick out all summer and finally act like buttheads to the Russians. What do you mean? Well, you know, man by nature is just a naked ape chain-smoking salmon. Mm-hmm. And if you put rocks in the sand, you'll you'll understand. <laughs> Dude, I'm just I'm just goofing around. <laughs> yeah, Good think- morning, happy Friday to everybody, man. Dad jokes. Uh, no, dude, I heard a caller uh, uh, morning before yesterday, and um, all right, all right, hold on, please. Know, we do man- we got We got to go to commercial break. You, you sort of. It went over my head at the beginning, so we'll come back and, uh, and you can make your point and see if I can understand it. We'll be back on the other side. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. InfoWars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that InfoWars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the New World Order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the New World Order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. I'm a humble person. And I want to say that I'm just a man. But I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you. That's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person. Because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you. Because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. 
listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, Flex in Washington, you, you, you sort of went over my head there at the beginning, uh, but I know you usually make uh, good points, so I wanted to hold you over a little bit. More of your phone calls uh, coming up next. Uh, Flex in Washington, uh, what, what, was, what was the point you were making there? Hey, man, uh, Matthew 1034, my favorite verse. Everyone should have theirs. Um, Jesus said, think not that I come to bring peace. I come not to bring peace, but a sword. You know, Revelation 2, you know, all this, uh, there was a caller day before yesterday that really felt down and felt discouraged by all the ugliness they see out there. Hey, you know, he is the, you know, um, we wrestle against uh, what is up in the skies, man. On earth as it is in heaven, same, same, dude. Uh, You know, everyone should be having a blast all the time. Victory's already won, right? I don't know, man. I'm not feeling that way today. I'm I'm feeling hey, quite the uh, quite the opposite today. I mean, I, I'm I'm well, I'm ready to celebrate victory once we achieve it. Total victory, absolute, complete. We're done. Can can lay in the sun and enjoy our uh, well earned rest. Victory, but until then, um, hey, we'll, we'll have we'll have fun fighting the, the war. End, man. But, We're gonna stumble our toes, man. We're gonna keep hitting that stumbling block. It 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 will always be there. That's the enemy putting it there. But dude, it's already won. The blood is done, dude. From past, present, future, dude. We are saved so much. Yeah. I don't know. It's still a wrestle. Oh, dude, it's out there. Yeah, man. But there's no reason not to rejoice. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I I do. I, I get what you're saying. It's just, you know. The uh, the money well, changer the money changers uh, are in the temple, man. You you don't you don't just shrug that off. You flip dude, tables and start whipping dude, people. Yeah, what what a good one, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, we could go Motley Crew. We should. Uh, I I feel you on that one. But uh, you know, patience of a turtle, man. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah. there's, no, there's I, so I pre- much you can do. I I appreciate it, uh, Flex. I always I always uh, enjoy your calls and. Uh, yeah, if you just despite all of the news, can't help but uh, put a smile on my despite face. Thank, thank you. All of the news, man. You see those smiling faces. Girls say later. Hey, play more Motley Crue. <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks, Flex. We're gonna go. We're gonna go some other calls. Let's uh, let's go to Keith in Florida. Uh, Keith, you've called about uh, East Palestine in a, in a pilot program, of some uh, sort. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hey, Harrison. How's it going? Good. Thanks. All right, so I'm going to give credit to Elijah Schaefer. I saw him post this first, and I saw uh, Jay Dyer has reshared it. But so uh, three months ago, East Palestine was involved in a pilot program for a thing called My ID. We searched that on East Palestine My ID on YouTube, pops right up. Uh, when I saw this video, there's only 500 views on it from three months ago. Basically, it's like a bracelet or a necklace that you would wear, and uh, you would have access to all your medical information, whether you provided it or it came from you know, on their website. It says from uh, bio, additional biosensor data recorded by mobile phones or activity trackers or wellness data collected from other devices. And so you can probably see where all that goes. Yeah, and that ties into uh, uh, Rob Dew was saying that they're trying; they're getting everybody to. Uh, in, in Ohio to like, you know, go get medically tested now. And 
you know, the suspicion is that this is a this is basically a testing phase to see how much it contaminates, how quickly it acts, uh, just in like almost a real world test of uh, yeah, I mean, possibly the, the fire chief in the video he says that he wants a hundred percent of the residents to be wearing these devices, and of course, it's a wearable device, but what's the next step after that? Yeah, implant yeah. implantable devices. Yeah, boom. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so this company, My ID, uh, I went a little digging and I went on their website, getmyid.com. Scroll all the way down, and to the right, you'll see informed consent. And then just keep reading through there, and it just gets crazier and crazier and crazier. They say, who conducts research? We work with researchers from other organizations and companies who share our purpose. This might include academic institutions as well as nonprofit businesses or government agencies. And they list, uh, they have a link to one of their, oh, and, and they call these, uh, what do they call them? Uh, yeah. Oh, but anyway, it's, uh, they link to the Ancestry DNA. Is there like, oh, they call them collaborators. Collaborator organizations. Yeah, this is a story from WKBN 27 from uh, January 26th of this year. So just, I guess, days before the uh, train accident. Uh, A small device is ready to be used in a small town to make a big impact. East Palestine is excited to make an important medical device available to all residents on Sunday. There will be a special meeting to share more or sign up. East Palestine weeks away from launching new MyID medical service. It gives us rapid information that we could uh, – that should somebody be unresponsive or having some kind of medical emergency, wearable devices or key fobs that have QR codes. Emergency responders used camera phone to access important medical information. It shows them the underlying medical conditions people have supplied. Yeah, so I did not uh, know about this. But apparently, yeah, apparently I, mean, just I don't think anyone be- did until last yeah. night. Well, this is why we uh, – this is why we take calls, folks. Uh yeah, and they're being paid five thousand dollars to cover the first phases phase of two hundred fifty devices. So days before the train crash in East Palestine, uh, East Palestine was enrolled in a My ID medical service program. Well, yeah, so well, my well, question what is, a coincidence. What? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So my question is, what is the threshold of coincidences for people? Like, what, where is that lie, you know? Because now, I mean, I've heard just recently, if, if someone thinks that, oh, this, that's just a coincidence, that's a coincidence, well, then they must be a coincidence theorist, right? And, and now I say, put on, I told a guy at work who is a coincidence theorist, and I said, you better put on your cone-shaped paper hat for this one instead of tinfoil hat, you know? <laughs> the dunce hat. <laughs> the dunce hat, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, it's... uh. What has I'm I'm gonna butcher it here, but like once is an accident, twice is a co- uh, coincidence, three times is enemy action. Yeah, well, how many times? How many coincidences do we have around this? The movie, uh, and in the I saw about half the movie, and there's some stuff in there. You got like they make a blatant, you know, still shot of the occult book, and then there's UFO references in there. Um, oh, and very interesting is. So the guy, they uh, evacuate, they go to this Boy Scout camp, and they talk to the guy at the computer, like, oh, you're exposed, and you go talk to him. And then he's wearing an armband that says simulation. The guy's like, what's up with that? Is it a simulation? He goes, oh, but this is real. He goes, oh, but, you know, we practice use this for practice. The cleaning practice this is real. He's like, okay, well, the computer says do this. And he says, well, is the computer real, or is that a simulation? You don't know. So they're playing 
on that. My theory is, well, okay, they're saying that the movie is a simulation, and then the real thing happens. Yeah, I, uh, this is a little too much. A little too much for me. You've got the movie filmed in East Palestine of exactly this thing, thing happening last year. Then you have just a week before the train derailment happens, you have the rollout of this MyID medical uh, surveillance technology of wearable tech that will be accessed by the government and NGOs and corporations. And now they're, now they're actually denying help and FEMA assistance from the federal government to the people of Ohio. <laughs> have that thin veneer of, you know, we're here to, to help. You know, we, you, if there's no one around, we need to have access to your medical records right away to help you. Uh, but now look where the help is now. Incredible stuff. Thank so. you for that call. Yeah, I did not know that. We're going to go to commercial break, but we'll be right back. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? Mm. But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. Whoa. Mm. It tastes like good. Man, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Columbiana County coverage now and East Palestine is known as the place to be. It's way ahead of the curve on a program to provide better treatment for anyone in the event of an emergency. I learned how it works and how it could help everyone in East Palestine. My ID provides quick medical information for emergency responders. Darlene Chapman is the outreach coordinator for this project, and she's an EMT. If they're in a situation where they can't tell us or they don't have any family around, this is something that would make my life easier. My ID works by taking a camera phone and pointing it at a QR code. It provides valuable medical information such as allergies, breathing difficulties, or other conditions so you get proper treatment and care. If anybody sees the QR code, you're, this, you'll be able to scan this and get the information. So it's, it helps that person, not necessarily just here, but anywhere in the nation. There are a few options for my ID: a bracelet, key fob, necklace, or attachment on your watch band. You can choose the one which fits your lifestyle best. That's up to you. Orders will start in January. The fire department has already collected $5,000 in donations to help. That's our ultimate goal. We want to be able to give this for free to the citizens and provide them with that extra layer of care so that we can better treat them. The offer includes Unity Township, which is served by the East Palestine Fire Department. These items cost around $20 each. You can even buy it for yourself. The fire department is hoping you'll be willing to wear it. 
My goal is to have 100% of our residents and the citizens we serve in the township uh, to have one of these and be working with them to make sure that we can treat them better and provide the best service that we can. There's a three-year plan to get my ID going across the village and make it available to all 4,700 residents. So that was the pilot program that rolled out just one week before the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. Just another coincidence along with the movie that was made with that exact plot in that exact area with the exact people that would then live that plot in real life. How many coincidences? It's too many. Let's go to John in Tallahassee. You're a hazmat-trained, retired locomotive engineer. What's your take on what's going on in Ohio, John? Harrison, it's it's bad business when they don't tell you everything that's going on. Uh, I'm telling you now, uh, I've been to... I've ran a lot of hazmat trains, and, and I got reprimanded real bad uh, for not throwing a train in an emergency when, at night when some guy was laying in the track drunk and we hit him. Mm. But it wouldn't have stopped anyways. But it would have derailed and killed several thousand people in that town we were in. But they give, they still give me hell uh, okay, so, for so- not... Yeah, sorry. For not throwing the train in an emergency. So if you would have thrown it into an emergency, he would have died anyway, and the train likely would have uh, gone off the off the tracks, you're saying? Yeah, and I went through hell with that ordeal. But nevertheless, that's not what I want to talk to you about. Okay. I, I'm, I, was, uh, I found some information in a local supervisor's bathroom, which shouldn't have been in there. He left it in there. And it was only for supervisors. It wasn't for employees, but it was about... Uh, terrorism on the railroads and had actual pictures and devices they used to derail trains. And uh, uh, I held on to that because I thought I might need it. And sure enough, there was a man that was out of the Navy, a good patriot, that they were trying to fire because they made him sand the engine uh, and take bags, heavy bags of sand. They pulled the muscle on his back. They tried to eradicate him, and he was with me. And when I went to work that night, the supervisor told me, are, are you with this guy tonight? And sure enough, the other train person, a supervisor in the area that we had to go through, uh, uh, tested that guy and tried to eradicate him that night. So I gave him that paper, and he took it and got it with his lawyer and gave it to the mayor of that little town because what he did might have not have been... 100% by the rules, but he did it for the safety of that town on a hazmat train. Hmm. So what I'm telling you is they know more than what they put out they know. Now, you know, <laughs> I can tell you this much, Harrison. If they don't help those people in in, in Ohio, I think that the, that the whole bunch up there in Washington, D.C. needs to be impeached. As a, as a start, tell us more about this um, piece of paper that you found. So it was a, it was a uh, bulletin basically from probably the Department of Homeland Security, if I had to guess, or, or something like that, to supervisors of this train operation company telling them about uh, sort of what to look out for uh, when it comes yes, to sir. attacks on, on the train system. So w- what exactly yes, did sir. it say? Do you remember? 
uh, Will Harrison and had pictures of pipes and stuff that they used to derail trains with. And uh, it wasn't just on the railroad that I worked on, but it was nationwide. But it was uh, information for the supervisors to be on the lookout for, and they don't let the regular employees know it. I just happened to find it uh, by a coincidence in the restroom where that uh, train, where that uh, supervisor uh, used, and he left it in there. And I held on to that, and I found the opportunity to give it to someone that they were trying to eradicate. Matter of fact, I don't want to give his name, but they nicknamed him the Sandman because they heard himself. They made him sand the engine at the ramp, and uh, he hurt his back. And they tried to run him off the road. And he bought a pistol, and his wife said he was crazy, but uh, he got a lawyer. And and I gave him that information, and, and, and hopefully he's still working. Dang, yeah, I, I sort of wish we had more information on it. Um, very interesting stuff, and uh, you know, obviously this is a, a tactic. I mean, this is this has been a primary tactic since uh, you know what Lawrence of Arabia. Uh, basically, the entire war that Lawrence of Arabia fought on behalf of the Arabs was destroying railroad tracks. Uh, and completely devastated the uh, Ottoman Empire there. So, like, this is a known tactic for guerrilla warfare. And we know Antifa groups have derailed trains in Canada and in the Pacific Northwest in just the, the recent uh, years. So, it would be something that I would think the Department of Homeland Security or whoever would be in charge of that would be in coordination and cooperation with the train companies to let them know that. Uh, but it seems like they would also want to make the operators of the train aware since they would be the ones actually being able to see that sort of stuff suspicious stuff thank you so much for the call uh john i, I appreciate that let's go to uh jane or yeah james in oregon you want to talk about uh vinyl chloride uh and how it affects the human body thanks for calling in james you're on the air hi um i wanted to start off with a bible quote because i figured it would uplift you a little bit you looked a little bit sad um so have peace i leave with you my peace i give to you not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. That's John fourteen twenty seven. Thank you. you yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. And uh, I'm reading here on strangesounds.org that they changed the uh, parts per million in the CDC toxicology profile for vinyl chloride. Uh, 11 days before the train derailed. And they basically are stating that when exposed, well, this was in 2006 to 30,000 parts per million uh, vinyl chloride, it uh, showed sensitized the heart to epinephrine and resulted in cardiac arrhythmias in dogs at 30,000 parts per million. Uh, so and now they t- tell, us, tell us the website you're finding this on again. This is strangesounds.org. It was a, first reported by Patriot Mando on Twitter, and the CDC changed the toxicology profile for vinyl chloride. Yet another coincidence. Uh, okay, yeah, uh, keep going. What, what else you got? Uh, they updated it in January to 150,000 parts per million or greater would cause sensitized heart uh, epinephrine resulting in arrhythmias. So they raised it just like they do with radiation and other things from smart meters. 
11 days I know you're going the, 11 days before the uh, crash happened yet another coincidence my god the eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans they financed major universities they ran full page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times other major newspapers that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended and the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. The cavalry has arrived. Ultimate bone broth is the strongest, highest quality chicken-based bone broth you're going to find with all of the effects for your joints, your bones, your muscles, your heart, but more importantly, your immune system. Everybody knows about grandma and chicken broth. Well, this is concentrated chicken broth, the strongest out there with chaga mushroom and a whole bunch of other ingredients like turmeric. The list goes on and on. This is definitely the strongest, best bone broth out there. And your purchase supports the Info War, a 360 win. If you've not experienced bone broth, and even the regular ones have great effects, believe me, you want to get InfoWars Life Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsTore.com. Now, it'll take an hour to tell you all the great stuff about it. Just go to InfoWarsTore.com, read the facts there, and then order some, and you can't lose. It's nutritive, it empowers your body, it's great for your immune system, bones and joints, and it funds the InfoWars. So, Ultimate Bone Broth, now back in stock at InfoWarsTore.com for 25% off. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at Band.Video. Before the East Palestine crash that has poisoned a large part of the American heartland, one year before, a movie was filmed in East Palestine with this exact plot using as extras the people of East Palestine who would later be victims of that exact event. Eleven days before the crash, apparently after 17 years... The CDC updated their toxicology profile for vinyl chloride, the primary poison that would be released, in order to disguise the effects that it has on the heart. In 2006, quote, was at high concentrations, that is, above 30,000 parts per million, vinyl chloride has been shown to sensitize the heart to epinephrine, resulting in cardiac arrhythmias in dogs. No histiopathical changes in the heart were noted in guinea pigs exposed to 400,000 ppm of vinyl chloride for 30 minutes. And yet this changed in 2023 by a multiple of five. So for the time period between 2006 and 2023, it said 30,000 ppm, but it changed all of a sudden 11 days before the crash to 150,000 ppm. So five times higher. 
literally 11 days before this happened, 17 years after the original was posted, they change it and give no reason as to why they changed it. And then on top of that, one week before the crash, East Palestine began a pilot program for the My ID Medical Service where you would wear QR codes that would have all of your medical information on it and keep track of it in real time. How many coincidences is too many? And now the company refuses to speak to the people because they say they feel scared. Okay. Yeah, the people you victimized are angry. That's understandable. Now you have to help them because you hurt them. And the federal medical uh, federal emergency response has been withheld and in fact totally denied to the people of Ohio. How many coincidences does it take until you consider this a directed attack against the people of Ohio? So yeah, thank you to our callers for pointing all this out. Many of these stories are brought to us by our callers, which is why I should take uh, more calls in general. Oh, is this from today? Another Norfolk Southern train has derailed, this time in Michigan, authorities say. Now, part of this is just uh, reinforcement because we're paying attention now. Trains do derail just about every day. Usually it's not that bad. They just put them back on. But uh, still, it's the type of thing where you start paying attention. You know, huh, didn't realize how often this happened. I didn't realize what a deplorable state our infrastructure was in. This happened actually during the pandemic. I think it was when food processing plants started burning or chemical processing plants uh, were going up in flames. Remember, before the food processing plants, it was like production plants of medicines were going up in flames. And I remember thinking, is this a is this volume higher than normal or is this just always what happens and now we're paying attention to it? I went back in time. Wikipedia will have pages where they'll list like all of the disasters in a single year and you can actually see that, okay, actually this happens all the time. Uh, now we're just paying attention to it. So that's part of what's going on with the uh, with the train tracks, but it's obviously a, a major, major problem. Now I do want to go out to your phone calls once again. This was a story that uh, I meant to cover a little more, but I tell you what, instead of covering this story today, I'll point you to the American Journal episode from April 7th of 2021 where we covered this two years before the mainstream media got their hands on it. So this is the uh, story that's been going around. DOJ drops probe into Representative Matt Gates after leaked texts implicate Israeli government in a $25 million extortion plot. The story is also at InfoWars. Department of Justice officially declined to charge Florida Representative Matt Gates in sex trafficking investigation on Wednesday after leaked text revealed the Israeli government appeared to be implicated in a $25 million extortion plot targeting Gates's family. Now, we actually exposed this and covered this all the way back two years ago in April of 2021. It was our April 7th episode, and we not only talked about the fact that this was an Israeli extortion plot against Matt Gates. But the, it was the exact same plot that was carried out against Oleg Deripaska uh, a few weeks before. That was tied into the Russia investigation 
It tied in Robert Mueller. It tied in Matt Gates, uh, the Israeli consulate employee, the Gates-Levinson funding scheme to supposedly save some Israeli spy in Iran when it was in fact just a blackmail scam by the Israeli government. So when we say tomorrow's news today, we're selling ourselves short. Sometimes it's next year's news today. Sometimes it's news two years ahead of when the mainstream media gets it. And it's simple. It's because we can connect dots fairly easily. All I did was looked up what was going on with Matt Gates, and I see this thing about Robert Levinson, and I look him up and realize he's a supposed spy in Iran, and then suddenly you start seeing references to him and Oleg Deripaska and Robert Mueller in the Russian investigation investigating this, and it was the exact same amount of money using the exact same tactic and the exact same justification of trying to go get this spy. It, it all was just there for anybody to see. It's just nobody makes the connections except for us. So InfoWars is tomorrow's news today. We are next year's news today. We are next decade's news today, not because we are particularly good at speculating, but rather we just bother to spend the time to investigate this sort of stuff and ignore the distractions from the mainstream media that would draw your attention elsewhere. So hopefully we'll continue to stay on air. And as you probably heard during the commercial break, as Alex often says, the only people that can keep us off air uh, is our audience. If our audience doesn't go to InfoWars store, then we'll be off the air. They can attack us. They can sue us. They can yell at us. They can do whatever they want to us. We will still be here. We will still be prosecuting this war. We will still be exposing their lies. We'll still be telling you the truth two years before anybody else even mentions it, but only if you go to InfoWarsStore.com. If you go to InfoWarsStore.com, we will survive. We will thrive. We will expand. We will continue to be a thorn in the eye of the globalist. Of course, we make it easy for you to do it. Go try the prebiotic fiber. It's back in stock. You can amp up your body's pro, uh, probiotic potential with this prebiotic fiber, 40% off. Shop now at InfoWarsStore.com. With that, we're going to go out to uh, at least one more call. I want to go to Stephen in Colorado. You're talking about the safety of people speaking in East Palestine. Uh, thanks for calling in. Stephen, you're on the air. Uh, thank you for having me there, Harrison. Good morning. Morning. I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago about chat GPT mm-hmm. uh, poetry. Yep. Um, I, I just kind of wanted to finish that thought really quick. Um, the headline was chat GPT says the official narrative of nine 11 is an inside or uh, is I'm sorry. That nine 11 is an inside job. No, no, no. It says that uh, the official narrative of nine 11 is a conspiracy theory. Hmm. I thought that was fun, uh, which, of course, we understand that. Um, anyway, uh, so I'm an asbestos abatement supervisor that's like EPA. Um, Certified. Um, yeah, exactly. And I could tell you that the last thing that regulations would say that you do is to burn any of this stuff. I mean, like I abate lead um, for like I-beams um, one foot around whenever they're cutting an I-beam for like a skim coating of lead-based paint. So it's, it's like crazy that they would, that they would burn this stuff. It's just outrageous. Right. Um, yeah. But so I, I think that for them to burn this, you know, insinuates that they were probably trying to get rid of something else 
they're trying to cover their tracks because I mean, they could run these tracks, you know, they could run the trains around anywhere. Right. Um, They're obviously shutting down tracks and replacing stuff all the time. So it's just crazy that they would light this stuff on fire. Um, Anyway, I think you were hitting the That's also what uh, the the first day that we were covering this on Monday, we had a uh, expert in environmental remediation call in. He said uh, basically the exact same uh, thing you just said. Yeah. Um, that this just makes no sense and that the vinyl chloride is probably not the most dangerous thing since that's the thing everybody's talking about. It's probably a distraction from the other chemicals uh, that were actually being released there. I mean, this was an attack, folks. Accidental on purpose. I mean, the cover-up and and the, the coincidences we're learning is making me think this is something much more sinister than we even understand. InfoWars is winning. InfoWars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were going to be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals, and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're going to win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, t-shirts, you name it, that fund the InfoWar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyop, but some of you have. Do not let the globalists brainwash you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and keep us on the air.